to the Grow Your Solar Business podcast. Today I'm here with my good friend, Cody Booth. Cody uh, has done a whole heck of a lot door to door in the solar industry. When I first met him, they were rocking and rolling with a pretty impressive call center operation. And we have worked together, currently working together. Working together. Maybe working together, currently working, working together. So excited to have him on. Um, Hopefully you don't fire us again. Yes, that is what happens. Cody, tell us a little bit about the man, the myth. So on January 28th, 1989, I burst forth from my mother's loins. Mm. Uh, so I got, in, I got into solar in, she, that was an attempt at a joke too. We both tried. That was, was good. Uh, I got into solar in, the 2000, in 2014 as an appointment setter for a company who's out of business now. I was working at a, at the time I was working at a cell phone kiosk, cell phone accessory kiosk in the mall. And, uh, and I, it was selling, it was like smartphone accessories and I had a flip phone. Nice. So I was pretty qualified for the job, but right. not fully qualified. And so yes. somebody, I would, a buddy of mine told me you can make 15 bucks an hour setting appointments for solar. And I was in, I was in, this is in Southern California, the Palm Springs area, a little warm, a little, toasty, a little desert. And, um, then I ended up getting, uh, after a few months doing that, I ended up getting recruited to a, a Solcius dealer, did that for a little bit, did that for a couple of years. Uh, bounced around, that didn't bounce around too much. Hung hung with the same guys. Like the, what's kind of cool is the guys that I worked with at that at that Solcius dealer are the guys that I still work with today. You know, um, nice. yeah. That's how I met Manny, who's my business partner. Is we same, you know, part of that same crew. That crew had a lot of solid guys that are doing some some cool things. It was a small dealership, but a lot of the guys that like. You know, I still talk to all those guys. We've battled throughout the years. We've been enemies. We've been business partners. We've been friends. We've been lovers. Um, and and now we, for the most part, we're all cordial. We've never been lovers. Um, but we all uh, we all still work together. And it's kind of cool that, that throughout all the BS and, you know, anytime there's money involved, you know, people, people get weird. Um, yeah. But, you know, after a couple of years, you know, we wanted to do our own thing and we came up with a door-to-door -door model and the idea was at first it was like, hey, like, you know, in that time period, I, I got married, family, that stuff happened and, uh, you know, I thought to myself, I'm like, dude, I don't want to have to knock doors forever. I, I knock doors because I'm good at it. I don't, I'm not one of those guys that's like, dude, I love to knock doors and I meet those guys. There's some, most of them, I think like they're fucking nuts. They're not telling the truth. Right. But there's some dudes out there that genuinely like do love to knock doors. And I'm, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a lunatic in, in different ways. Not in that way. You know, I want to, I want to hang out with my family. I want to, you know, I want to go get a cabin up in the woods this weekend. You know, I want to do that stuff. Mm -hmm. I have to say, shoot, am I going to go make money? Or am I going to enjoy my family time? I want to do both. So the idea at first was like, hey, let's create a model 
where we can where we can create leads where we teach people basically to open up deals for us right and create leads and then go close deals and then it was well let's train people how to close so that we can have people that not just set leads but then you know send hot transfers to closers and, and do that and we got that down pretty good and that was just it got to a point where it was just kind of like status quo. Everything was kind of humming. It didn't really take too much work for me. I got kind of lazy, got kind of complacent. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to ride this forever and just live my life in the California beaches and, you know, see how big of a beard I can grow, really. And, that's and then you called us and we ruined everything. Yeah, pretty much, actually. So, yeah. um, no, then, then, uh, then COVID happened. Yeah. And I was like, oh yes. no. Oh no. And I was like, I had seen your guys' ads for like a couple of years at that point. I was like, look at that idiot in the Carolina Panthers hat. You know? Because so you had Carolina Panthers hat on in your early I ads. Did. Did. And uh, I, I went to that. I went to uh Panthers game a couple of weeks ago. Was um, I there? I didn't see you, but I saw a guy that looked like you in a Carolina Panthers hat. So you could sue me for false advertising? No, but I did call him Josiah. And he just looked at me. Mm. And then I took cheeseburger. Um, so then, you know, then, then COVID happened. And, um, you know, we basically took our door-to-door -door model and switched it to the phones. That was we had no choice. And um, it, COVID was kind of cool. Um, at first, it was like, oh, shit. Yep. We're screwed. And then what it, what it turned out to be was, for, at least for me, um, a, kind of like a nice reset. Like, mm. it almost became a stress for, you know, like those first couple of weeks of COVID, I mean, it was fire. You know, you're just getting DoorDash and Uber Eats delivered. You're watching Tiger King. You know, there's not like, yeah. you know, like there's just not a lot going on, you know, yeah. take the, you know, lived in Orange County, California at the time, you know, the beaches were closed, but if you went down to the beach, there was just nobody there. It was just like a ghost town. I remember I had to drive up to LA for, for something and um, we grabbed something from one of the offices and like I was on the 405 at like five o'clock and there was zero cars. And I'm like, this is like an apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. There was just nobody. Uh, but it was really cool. It was a cool time to kind of reflect and figure out where we wanted to go and where we wanted to grow. Mm. And, um, it was the best thing that ever could have happened to us business-wise, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. And then, you know, so still doing that now um, in uh, California, in Texas, and just started um, getting into you know, the consulting side of things, helping other people do it. And in that time also, I, I helped a, a pretty large EPC build out a dealer program. They, uh, can't name them. I think I onboarded 36 dealers, got them up to like their dealer program up to like 300 jobs a month. Um, uh -huh. and, then, and then they promptly stopped paying people. So that was, that was my first time experiencing something like that. But What's really cool that came out of that is uh, a lot of the people I met through that are people that are friends out. Bet that's how I met Bennett. Um, mm. Bennett who's got dirty dough. He had a solar company at the time. 
Um, some of the guys that worked for him, like Josh Jackson, are guys that I still work with today. Um, and some of the other, um, uh, a client that I do consulting for um, on the call center side, I met through that and we've done some projects together. So all in all, it worked out cool. It was a good learning experience. Um, Would have been nice to get paid. Um, but, you know, again, I chalk it up to, you know, now at this point I've run, I've run door to door teams in multiple markets. I've run big call centers. I've run, you know, a dealer program for a large scale EPC. Um, when we were first starting our door to door company, we were working with a small EPC at the time. And so I really got into the nitty gritty on the ops side because they had no processes. Um, that's something that I hate and I'm not very organized, but you know, you know, I've run permits to over the counter, you know, building department offices and delivered plan sets and, you know, um, get it done, get it done. So there's not too much on the, on the sales side of it that I haven't done, which is good because, you know, you always, I don't know if, if you're anything like me, but like my, I, I think you are a little bit like the paranoia of like, or a little, yeah. What what if the phone stop or stop tomorrow? What if Facebook just changes every like, you know? What if that happens? What if that happens? And the nice thing is like now I'm like, well, I've done so many different things that I've got yeah. like, yeah, I've got like a, I've got that like nice sense of serenity and peace now, where it's like, yeah, you'd have to take away you'd have to take away solar for me to like not be able to make a healthy living at this point. So that's a nice yeah. feeling, nice place to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more, you know, during COVID, you guys pitched or you pivoted from door to door into phones. Uh, you made that sound pretty easy, crazy, but changing your whole entire business model while watching Tiger King and ordering DoorDash, uh, you know, it sounds like quite, quite the pivot. Can you tell us like a little so, more? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, so we we had what what we do on the on on the doors is we we do what's called a hot transfer model, right? Mm -hmm. Where we You're a hot transfer model. Well, I'm just a hot model in general. But yeah, oh, I, I know what you mean. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we do we do a hot transfer model where if somebody's in, in, in out in turf, right? And it's kinda of like a solar assembly line. You got somebody you get you get a simple pitch, you got somebody who's interested, you send a you send a, a, a ping in our app that we made and yeah. and somebody somebody claims it, a closer claims it, and they come over immediately and they take it to the next step, right? They get the they get the credit, they get the bill, they get all that. They take the sale seventy percent there right there on the door. Right. And so um, Manny has been he's my one my partner my business partner not my like lover partner um, yes um, he's been he's been perfecting it for years it's kind of his baby and so he um, he's like dude we can do this on the phones but we can talk to way more people mm -hmm. and and in the past you know you know during pre COVID it was like it's always I don't know. I, I guess it's it's one of those I had a I don't want to say I guess I had like a bias against it a little bit because I'm like, dude, who buys stuff on the phone, right? But again, before I sold door to door, I'm like, who buys stuff door to door, you know? Yes. So 
I remember knocking my first day like, who the fuck wants what I'm about to say? Yes. And guess what? When I thought that way, nobody did. Yep. But then you get into these zones, right, where you're knocking or you're calling, where you're like, if I talk to a homeowner, they're mine. And yep. that's really the case. Um, so really, it was just, you know, we went international for some of it, and we made some strategic moves in, in, in Mexico to, to secure good, steady flow of, of, of work. And we don't, it's not like, it's not like we're over there paying people like a small amount of money. Like we pay very, very good to our, our people over there. Much more, much more than uh, a lot of, uh, pretty much more than anybody else. Um, but the reason we use those people is they just work harder. Americans suck. Yep. We're That's lazy. Really 